At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you on a Friday morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. We've got a good show lined up for you this morning. Todd Wishnev joins us momentarily. Paul Carr will be with us in a half hour. We have uh, actually have two World Cup qualifiers early next week. So we'll get Paul's thoughts on those. Jason Weingarten in his usual Friday slot. And then, our, of course, slow jamming. Vinny Maliulo joins us at 1130 Eastern time. As always, it's, uh, it's good to have Vinny in studio. And I'll, I'll have questions for Vinny uh, about, uh, about my trip to the newer jurisdictions uh, over the last uh, few, uh, the last 10 days before coming back at the beginning of the week. Also, Ben, a, a numbers game investigation uh, found at the Belmont Stakes is tomorrow. Hashtag breaking. It's big news. Breaking news. It's big news. And Rich Strike is going to run, which is I'd love to. I'd love to see it, a, a a a number on Rich Strike not to finish in the top four. You're also not only is Rich not only is Rich Strike running, he's seven to two right now. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are only eight horses in the race right now. It looks like, based off of what I'm seeing, the favorite right now is the one horse. We the people. There we go. No, no word of the pursuit of happiness is in there as well. Now with us, our guy, Todd Wishnev, joins us from the Cork Attic in Pittsburgh. Toddy, it's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you guys. Uh, Todd, just, uh, of course, right now, more than anything, you are betting baseball. And every time that you come on, you always come up with, you always come in with the stat of teams late in games. And we, I've been trying to do uh, to pull this angle with you, and so far it's been working. So uh, I appreciate the uh, the guidance you have given us on the show. Yeah, I haven't done as much work on it lately. I've just been real busy, um, so I don't have as much. But I would say something that's kind of related to this is the, you know, how in baseball it seems there's always one or two teams that seem to be able to make comebacks late in games. It's almost like they're like a team of comeback destiny, sort of. Uh, Every season, it seems like there's always one or two teams. This year, uh, a team did it again last night uh, that has now come back in games, I don't know how many times, but at least five or six times. Uh, The Arizona Diamondbacks did it again last night. They were down 3-1 late and in the ninth inning pulled off a a nice little comeback there. And the plus prices you can get if you can get in front of these kind of teams uh, are obviously, you know, huge in the late innings. Well, not only that, you're talking about a team that yesterday, I'm pretty sure Cincinnati was favored going into the game as well. 
Uh, four in the ninth yesterday for the Diamondbacks, uh, and it looks like they just scrapped scrapped together some hits and got it done in a 5-4 win over the Reds. Also, Todd, have you been noticing this recently with the Guardians as well? Another comeback for them last night, a four-run eighth. Yeah, I haven't been noticing as much of the Guardians. I actually had the over 10 in the Guardians last night just because Oakland's bullpen is not that good. Uh, and it seemed like uh, I just felt like the, this was a, it was a 2 nothing Oakland. And I just felt like the Guardians were going to get the Caprillion sooner or later. And uh, I happen to also have uh, Jose Ramirez over half a hit. So that was a, a good game for me. But, yeah, they're, they're a little scrappy. Um, and, and it's not like those teams are huge offensive teams either. So it's kind of interesting. Todd, did you enjoy what Tony La Russa did yesterday? Wait. Well, you know, I, I'm done with Tony La Russa. <laughs> Earlier in the year, he pitched to Byron Buxton in extra innings with first base open, which I could not for the life of me understand why he did that. And Byron Buxton promptly hit a, like a two or three run homer to, to lose the game for the White Sox and lose the bet for me. Uh, I was done with him from that point. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Maybe too many drinks and sleeping on the side of the road. Uh, you know, like he got in trouble that one time. Uh, I'm just kidding. But he obviously, it looks like it might be dunzo time for uh, Mr. LaRusso. Well, and again, last night, if you're wondering, oh, what did Tony LaRusso do yesterday? There were two outs in the inning. Trey Turner had a one and two count. Uh, after a wild pitch that advanced Freddie Freeman a second. And LaRusa just intentionally walked Trey Turner down with, with Turner down in the count, one, two. In shocking fashion, it didn't work. Max Muncie homered in the next, next at bat for a three run homer. It was just one of those perfect staggering. ones, in all honesty, Todd. Uh, but we bring up LaRusa, too, because he's he his seat is very warm right now. And Todd, we, we saw the Phillies fire Girardi last week. The Phillies have now lost. Since Joe Girardi's been fired, the Angels fired Madden two days ago. They finally break the ridiculously long losing streak yesterday because that Otani guy is pretty good at baseball. But Todd, is there anything that changes in your betting strategy for betting on teams that fire their manager mid-year, especially when you're dealing with two teams that I don't want to say the Angels and the Phillies are, are, are definitely good teams, but they're far from the bottom of the league. They're right in the middle. Yeah, I mean, the Phillies have been a great example. Uh, you know, Dave Koken talks about this all the time, about when teams in, in different sports uh, fire their manager and then all of a sudden they get like a little jolt of energy. And he's been playing the Phillies, I know, every day. You see him on Twitter. Um, so shout out to Dave. Uh, and been winning every day. They even beat Hayter in a comeback, which is kind of unbelievable because Hayter had been so shut down in the, in the ninth inning. Um, but they've been outstanding. I've been on them a couple of the games. Uh, probably should have been on them more. Uh, but they, yeah, it, it seems to maybe, you know, when it when a team is really not the, a drag of society kind of team, and they're just underachieving. Sometimes there's something about that management change that maybe, you know, lights a fire under everybody and gets everyone's attention. And then all of a sudden, you know, the team starts reverting back to, you know, more there, what they should have been, so, so to speak. Todd, just, just looking now that we're, we're, we're 55, 60 games in for some of these teams. Uh, it just, just the storyline that you're looking at right now, if it's a team, if it's just anything in general that you are, that you find actionable right now. You know, I just I, just the normal kind of stuff. It's interesting to me that Milwaukee has really struggled so much against left-handed pitching. I think that's something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, they're obviously very good against righties. Rowdy Tellez has been better this year, um, and that's probably part of the reason he's a big left-handed bat. Um, but the they're really struggling against left-handed pitching. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I kind of like to look at the, some of those uh, teams that were the disparity between their left-handed batting. I mean, batting gets left-handers versus batting gets right-handers is huge. Um, and, you know, that's kind of an interesting uh, thing for a team that's really actually a pretty good team. Um, you know, the San Diego Padre bullpen hasn't been that good. I know they're they're usually pretty good, and I haven't really been too impressed with them. I, I, I don't know if I have any overall um, – Thoughts other than maybe uh, maybe the Dodgers are maybe not quite as good as we think they are. Obviously, the hitting is outstanding. The pitching, uh, I don't know. You know, is it enough to get through? I don't know. Uh, it, if everybody's not healthy, it seems like 
They've got a lot of questionable, you know, starters and questionable relief situations there. So are the Dodgers really as good as everybody thinks they are? Uh, I, I might doubt it a little. Uh, Todd, I'm happy you brought that up because just after watching the Dodgers in full this past weekend and, and really the last few weeks, and then watching the Yankees on the flip side in the other league, I, I think the Yankees are be- at least right now. And again, we've over a hundred games left for all these teams. But at this moment, the Yankees, to me, are the better. Are, are with with watching these teams, they're the better baseball team. I don't think there's you much know, that, of an argument. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees have been outstanding. Obviously, it's, it's so funny though when the Yankees put their garbage lineup in, how all of a sudden their offense can really struggle. It's 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 really interesting that when you get Donaldson on the bench and Stanton's on the bench and this guy's on the bench that, and you got Kiner Falefa hitting fifth and Joey Gallo hitting sixth. Joey Gallo, by the way, I know he had a home run yesterday, but he's literally an automatic out. It's it's incredible. And sometimes the Yankees will have those ridiculous lineups. And that's something, you know, I think people sometimes get a little over carried away when you get these minus 280s and minus 300s. And sometimes they don't realize the lineup is not the real lineup. And when the lineup is not the real lineup and they're still putting up a 280 because the pitcher's Cole or somebody like that, you know, it can be a good opportunity to go against some of those, uh, you know, big time teams. The Yankees got away with Garrett Cole giving up five homers and two and a third yesterday and still managed to win the game because uh, your guy Gallo and, and, and Aaron Hicks, Aaron Hicks was a slugging percentage of 286 homered last night. I used to like Aaron Hicks. I used to think he was pretty good, but he's really struggling. But Gallo is just, I, I just can't even believe that they have Gallo on the team. He's just, I'm, I never liked Joey Gallo. You know, even in 30 home run, Joey Gallo. Give me a break. Gallo with an OPP right now of 291, which uh, almost a- almost seems impossible to be that bad. All right, Todd. So with a, with a, with about a minute to go here for us and about a month to go before we, we go to the all-star break, uh, just looking at the bad teams, the teams that you need to fade on a night in on a night out basis, who is at the top of the list for you at this point? Is it Kansas well, city? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it someone else? Well, Pittsburgh's been a little gritty. You know, everybody likes to, you know, be gritty against the bucks, but the bucks swept the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. They they swept it. They're a gritty team, though. They don't have much talent. I'll give you that. But they're a little gritty, and sometimes they, they can hang in there uh, with you. You know, the, the Tigers, when they didn't have Austin Meadows and could not score at all, and that's something that I like to look for is, like, teams in the last 10 days that just can't score, and it's, you know, sometimes due to guys being out, but – you can really, really bury some of those teams, especially on the team total unders, where they just they, they just can't make it because they can't hit. Um, and Detroit was was like that for a little while. Um, the worst, you know, Kansas City, same same idea. Some of these teams that just they just start to they just can't hit it all. So I mean, you just have to keep it. Obviously, the season is is a bunch of little stretches put together. So you just have to look for the little stretches. I think. No, 100% right now. The Roy- the Royals with the worst record in baseball at 19-37. and 37. He's Todd Wishnev, of course. Uh, find him on the tweets at TWishnev, on the Megapod, the star of action as well on Showtime. Todd, pleasure as always. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Good to see both you and Mr. Ben Wilson. Absolutely. Uh, Todd and Ben yes. Wilson, uh, the tennis trash talk that was before we got on the air. Coming back with NBA talk next on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to download Nevada's premier betting app, and it is BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials that are available every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Big thanks to Toddy for uh, joining us. Of course, Todd Wishnev, as always. Happy to see Todd and the, uh, and the cork addict there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. Gil is back Monday. Don't all applaud at once. Uh, happy to be with you. Uh, it'll be a... Uh, It'll be a fun week next week because, Ben, at that point, we're probably in the last week of the NBA season. The Stanley Cup Finals will have started. And we're very close at this point to basically, after the NBA draft, it is baseball, it is golf, it is the auto racing that's around the world, the F1, NASCAR, and we're then in the home stretch before we get to the NFL preseason. How dare the Qataris for taking away I know. for taking I away know. what should have been a glorious time? You forgot the college baseball World Series. That's right. That's Will right. be great. Super regional start uh, start today. Do you have any bets? I know you. I know you ran the table last week. I I yeah I've I worked out really well. I I do have <laughs> I do have one play. I I I wagered on Texas A and M last night at minus uh, one fifteen is the lowest number you can uh, you can find them. And my, uh, they're playing Louisville. My feeling on that was that pretty two incredibly evenly matched teams, two very good offenses. I give A&M the slight edge with their aces. They have a much better bullpen, and they get to play at the lovely, uh, what the Blue Bell Field, one of the great home field advantages in all of college baseball. And they're basically a pick 'em against uh, against Louisville. So not only that, too. Again, not that Louisville's coaching staff is is bad. They, by yeah, Louisville, they, Louisville's great coaching good. staff, great coaching staff at A&M. As well. By the way, I just will bring this up because you could bet on it yesterday. Uh, Oklahoma beat Texas in the Women's College World Series final, sweeping that series, winning their title. Ben, Oklahoma went 59 and three this year. 59 and three, which is, which is just, it's just absurdity. They were, they were four, they were four and a half runs favored on the run line yesterday in the final. In, in, in the softball, final. which in is, softball. it's not like that's a high-scoring sport generally. In if pitching is good, that's amazing. You're making our uh, you're making Wyatt Huskins downstairs extremely extremely upset. Yeah, he'll, well, again, he'll get over it. He'll get over. Ten five was the final last night, uh, but fifty nine and three. That's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, they, they, it, with that record, uh, that's back to back titles for the Lady Sooners. In the women's women's college world series to the NBA though tonight, Ben. Let's uh, let's go to Boston. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Celtics leading the series two games to one. Celtics four point favorites tonight against Golden State with a total of four two fourteen and a half. And Ben, I I'm staying staying with what I've said on this series in a way of just. Traditional spread and total. 
I'm not doing anything spread-wise because now, especially not knowing how healthy Curry is, how can you bet on Golden State? How can you bet on them not knowing what his health is? He's going to play. He said he's going to play. The report from Shams yesterday was pretty positive, all things considered. But how can you bet on Golden State if he's less than 100%, which it looks like he's going to be? And in a scenario where we saw Golden State score 11 points in the fourth quarter of game number three, it's just a scenario where that side is unbettable. Now, I don't want to lay four either with, with Boston, even though if you're making me bet that tonight, that would be the way that I would look at that. Just because, I, again, I think the, the Celtics, as we've said, Ben, the Celtics are the better basketball team at this point, And 214 and a half is right. They probably will get bet down by, by tip time as well. But I guess you only would bet the under here, especially with that game the other night where it was zooming over and then all of a sudden you actually needed a bucket at the end to make sure you went over to 213. But, Ben, I don't know how you think just traditionally wise, but this, from a traditional perspective, unbettable for me tonight. I would, I would concur with that. I'd, I'd also say, too, and I'll be very curious to see where this line goes throughout the day-to-day, but – where we've sat and we've had this playoffs, Jeff go where just about all of these, especially these series that have been fairly tightly matched. If you just throw out the series that we figured would be essentially blowouts or mismatches. It's like whenever, whenever you think one side is ready to just totally put their foot down on the other team's throats. Uh, usually that has not happened. So I will be very curious as to say, because remember we had game one and the predominant theory was, you know, all of a sudden Boston looks great. And it's like, all right, golden state's in a lot of trouble. They'll probably bounce back in game two, but this is going to be an uphill climb. Golden State looks tremendous in game two, and all of a sudden it goes to, okay, uh, like how much does Boston really have in the tank here? How deep are, how deep are they actually going back home? And we, we do this, this narrative thing where we kind of flip-flop, we go back and forth, even though the betting market hasn't exactly mirrored that, which I think tells you a lot more. But now here we sit, and I think a lot of people, that's why I'm kind of curious to see what the, how, how things will look as far as the line goes, Jeff, because – I get the sense a lot of even casual betters now are like, okay, this Golden State team thing with, with Curry, at least sub 100%. They have, yeah, they, they are clearly not the Warriors team of old. And I get the sense people are starting to say, all right, this might be the point to bail out on Golden State, which is we have learned throughout the playoffs. That is a very, very dangerous thing to do. That's, that's all I would say from a game-to-game specific handicap. It's not just a Golden State thing. It's we've seen this the entire playoffs. So would it, would it surprise me at all if – Golden State were to actually win the game outright? No, it, re- it really wouldn't, even with uh, the Steph injury, because he's clearly, he has proven before, he's played really effectively in playoff games before, even at less than 100%. Would it surprise me if Golden State won tonight, Boston goes into San Francisco and, and wins, you know, wins next week, and, and we continue to see this go back and forth? That wouldn't surprise me at all. And so when I get into situations like this where no outcome would surprise me, I'm not really going to be one to want to actually get a pregame wager on this, maybe in-game, but... Certainly not pregame for me. No, definitely not pregame. By the way, the Warriors have won every game after losing this postseason as well. Uh, so, a- again, just a-, a scenario here where the Warriors bounce back. And uh, we've seen it uh, We've seen it throughout the postseason as well. Uh, ben, just looking at uh, – or actually, it's, they've lost once, excuse me, uh, throughout this postseason and bouncing back afterwards. Pro- player prop-wise, you see on your screen right now, Again, Curry's uh, Curry's actually now down to 28 and a half from the 29 and a half. Clay up to 20 and a half after closing 18 and a half in game number three. Wiggins is where he's been all series at 16 and a half. Poole down to 11 and a half. Jordan Poole's just become totally invisible in this postseason or in this series, I should say, after having a great postseason so far, Ben. And then on the Boston side, look, I, I think the only thing you look at, Derek White's number came back down after. Uh, a lesser performance in game three. Horford down to ten and a half. I don't really see much here. I think these numbers are a little bit sharper than they were earlier in the series. The only thing I would consider here on this list, Ben, is Tatum's assists are up to five and a half. I still would probably bet that thing over with the way that he has played distributor in this series more so than being, hey, I'm going to score every time that I get the rock like we saw earlier in the postseason. That, that's fair. My question is, what does Steve Kerr do with a Jordan Poole in, in a game like this? Do, like, does, does Kerr say, okay, we've been so out physical, especially in the, in the fourth quarter of these two losses, that 
that they really embrace. They go heavy Looney, they go heavy Porter, and they just say, let's just kind of, let's just basically do what Boston is doing and try to counter with our own physicality and just hope that now Clay, that now that Clay looks at least, at least passable from a, from a physical standpoint, we can get by with him and Curry on the outside. Or do you say, okay, let's just, let's just really embrace and go complete small ball. We've, we've seen how the Draymond experiment, at least in game three, has been uh, really a failure and Boston has found ways to uh, certainly subvert his impact on the floor. And we say, look, we know, we know Curry is less than hundred percent. We know clay has been very up and down, very inconsistent game to game. Why don't we throw pool out there for more than 23, 23 minutes in a finals game. And we know if he gets hot, he can totally flip things. So that that's the question I have for Kerr. I don't know that you can have enough conviction to really bet on that. And I mean, pools at double digit points each of the last two games and he's sitting at 10 and a half, but that's the one interesting angle here because you, you figure that Kerr is going to have to, you would think some sort of large adjustment would be made given the physicality. It's just a question of is pool that answer. I'm not sure that it is. If it's not him. Who is it? That's the problem at this point. You're not going to get any points out of, out of Gary Payton. The second, it's just not going to work that way. Now look, if, if Curry and this this is the whole thing with this series is very simple at this point. If Steph Curry's not 100% or at least doesn't play close to 100%, this series is over. And the Celtics are going to win the title whether it be on Monday or Thursday or the Sunday. But right now again it really does come down to what the health of Steph Curry is. He's probable for tonight. It looks like he's going to play. And if somehow if he doesn't play what did that line get to? Seven and a half? Eight? It'll be an over-aggressive move, probably from what it should be. We're going across the pond. We're going way across the pond. We're actually going to the Middle East. Paul Carr with some World Cup, World Cup qualifying picks next. Summer special is here, and for just $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN. and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT on the NBA all the way through the end of the finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action in the NHL through the Stanley Cup final. We'll have lots of preseason coverage for the NFL as well, not to mention continued best bets, premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR as well. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bet email, every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is just $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash summer. Happy to be with you this morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. It is a numbers game. Gill's back Monday. And now with us, though, it is our guy, Paul Carr, True Media, Sports True Media Networks as well, the Expected Value Podcast. Paul, how you doing this morning? Jeff, I'm very excited for the start of the World Cup this weekend. We've got U.S.-Wales oh, today. Oh, <laughs> wait, no. I mean, just I, Ben was bringing this up this morning before the show, just we are entering the the slower portion of the sports calendar, and man, it would it would, it would just be nice to have Netherlands and Senegal today. Like huh. that would be a nice thing to have. And it now we got to so wait. Perfect. It would have been absolutely perfect. But instead, Paul, we have World Cup qualifiers to talk about. But before we do that, uh, you you mentioned it a little bit there in, in your open. Uh, we now know the entirety of Group B, which features, of course, the United States, uh, Wales beating the Ukraine in the final European qualifier over the weekend. Uh, a goal uh, early in the second half gets it done for Wales. So the United States in Group B with England, Wales, and Iran. Now, Paul, I'm going to assume that doesn't change too much on the way you're looking at that group. Not really. I mean, Wales and Ukraine, from a, you know, how good are they relative to the U.S., are fairly even. Uh, having Wales there strips out kind of whatever emotional and geopolitical Factors may have come in if the U.S. is playing Ukraine. But, yeah, it doesn't – You know, I don't think the odds shifted very much. U.S., Wales are still, you know, roughly even for the second-best team in the group. Iran, I don't think is that should be that far behind. Uh, I think they're undervalued a little bit uh, on the, the betting markets. So, yeah, it's still going to be a dogfight for the U.S. to get out of that group because presumably they're playing for, you know, one spot and England's going to get through, although you never know. Right now at BetMGM, Paul – 
They mm-hmm. have the odds of the teams to qualify on top of just teams to, okay. win, to win the group. England's right. minus 3,000. Not much of a shock <laughs> to qualify for the second round. Right. And then everyone else is plus money. The U.S. is even at, at plus 100. Plus 115 on Wales and Iran at 4-1. to one. So that's where we're looking at right now. I mean, I don't think Iran's bad value. You know, I don't think they're that much worse than U.S. and Wales. They're obviously less known. And, you know, a majority of their players are playing in the Middle East-ish. Uh, so they're not, as you know, they're not playing in high European leagues for the most part. So they're just not as familiar. They got 4-1. to one. I don't think that's too bad on Iran if, if you're looking to take a flyer. It's hard to bet against the U.S., of course, but yeah, you can sometimes find value that way, too. If you're going group winner, Paul, uh, England minus 350, U.S. plus 550, Wales 6-1, to one, Iran 18-1. to one. There are better numbers out there on Iran. Around 25-1 yeah. to one was the peak that I saw there. Uh, but uh, there, Nothing th- excites me much there, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Paul, so the games that we have coming up this week, yeah. so – First one up, and this is on Monday, uh, Australia survived UAE earlier in the week, just barely getting through to furthest playoff against Peru. Uh, Peru uh, minus 125 right now uh, about consensus. Uh, The draw is your second favorite here on the three-way line at plus 240, and then the Aussies at plus 350, and that, of course, is to win in the 90 minutes as always. Right. Yeah, I, I like Peru here, minus 125 to win in 90 minutes. I mean, you could take a very macro view of this and just look at, let's say, FIFA rankings, which have their issues, but they're not as bad as they used to be. Peru is 22nd, Australia is 42nd. If you look at the ELO rankings, which are probably a little better mathematically, Peru is 16th, Australia is 44th. Uh, so that's the kind of gap you're looking at for this team. Uh, Conmebol teams, South American teams, have won four of the five playoffs over the last several World Cup cycles. I mean, it's just as simple as they're generally better than the teams that they're playing. Now, this is a one-off instead of a two-legged series. This is in Qatar. So factor in, you know, it's going to be 95 degrees at 8 o'clock in the evening or something like that, maybe hotter. Uh, but Peru's still a better team. They don't have some of the bigger stars they've had, a Paolo Guerrero type in the past, but they have a pretty cohesive unit. Uh, they've got a, a good coach who's brought them together, got them very organized. Uh, Christian Cueva is a winger on the left side who I think could exploit some weakness in the Australian defense. So I like Peru to win. Uh, low scoring is kind of the, the way I'm going to lean for all these, but you got to pay like minus 200 to get under two and a half. So I don't know if that juice is worth it, but I like Peru uh, on the three-way at minus 125. The winner the winner of this uh, match will go into Group D, which that group features the defending World Cup champions, France, Denmark, and Tunisia. So a uh, pretty tough draw for whoever wins that match, yeah. and you like Peru uh, to win in the regulation, Paul. Yep, I do. Yeah, minus 125, surprise. Yeah, 90-minute bet, because they will go to extra time and penalties if need be, since somebody has to advance or qualify here. The other qualifier, uh, Tuesday night on this one in, in Qatar, uh, early afternoon here in the States, or late morning here in Vegas, Costa Rica and New Zealand. Costa Rica, a pretty reasonable favorite again, minus 155 on the three-way line, uh, draws a plus 240. Uh, New Zealand, who, uh, all things considered, Paul, uh, a, a much bigger struggle than you would have expected to even get through Oceana qualifying to get to this point at plus 475. Uh, uh, Paul, I'm not sure if you have a play on this game, but what, what way, what, what would you, where would you look here for this one between Costa Rica and New Zealand? Yeah, I haven't made a play yet. I might talk myself into something by uh, game time early next week. Uh, Costa Rica, so I saw a lot of them because they're obviously in CONCACAF and they're in the same group as the U.S., this final group. They weren't that good, but Keeler Navas, their keeper, would just bail them out time and again. You look at all the underlying numbers and they really were fortunate to get even to fourth place in this playoff. He, he plays for PSG. He's one of the best keepers we've ever seen in this region. And he kind of carried them there. New Zealand is a weird team because, like I said, they're coming out of Oceania where they don't face a lot of competition because they're playing, you know, Solomon Islands and Tahiti and Fiji in their qualifying tournament. And so it's hard to judge when they're winning a lot of those games easily or, or even if they're struggling. You know, what does that mean when they're struggling against a relative minnow? And their schedule's been completely disruptive. Uh, disrupted rather by COVID and such the last couple of years. So New Zealand's maybe the toughest team to handicap just because they're the hardest team to watch and especially watching against decent competition. So I do kind of lean toward New Zealand here just because you can get some really good prices, you know, 490 to win plus 230 on the draw, uh, something like that. I think plus money on the plus half a goal if you're looking that way. That's the way I'm leaning right now. I, again, I haven't made a play. We don't know if Winston Reed, one of their starting defenders, is going to be fit for this game. So that's an issue. 
but yeah, it's a, it's a weird game. I don't have a lot of confidence in Costa Rica and I just haven't seen much of New Zealand either. So I'm a little bit perplexed right now, but I am leaning New Zealand might talk myself into it by next week. The winner of that match gets thrown into a pretty (laughs) horrible situation for them. However you slice it us. They're in group E Spain, Germany, and Japan. Yeah, not good, good not good for the Ticos or for uh, or for New Zealand if they get through, Paul. <laughs> not yeah, I'll a take, good situation. I'll take uh, whoever comes from this playoff. I'll, t- I'll probably bet them to finish last in the group if you can find that. Yeah, that, that they probably whoever fin- whoever wins this play and probably would be a pretty pretty reasonable favorite to finish last in that group yeah, as well. Yeah, the juice might be too much. Yeah, because uh, again, Japan Japan's Japan's pretty good, and we know yeah, obviously even though uh, Germany and Spain are obviously not what they were even five years ago, still uh, very good powers. As we know, yep. uh, Paul, Paul, we have about uh, about two minutes here. Do you do anything with this nation's league that they're doing in your way for that seemingly is just a, a money grab more than anything? Yeah, I, not much. It's, it is just kind of a weird thing. It's, you know, it's really good for the lower half of UEFA for those lower teams to get like competitive games and more decent games because, you know, they have trouble scheduling friendlies and such. Uh, the top half, they are basically kind of glorified friendlies until maybe you get later in the competition when it's a little more clear cut what you're playing for. So, yeah, it's basically friendlies for the better teams. Not something I, I tend to jump on, especially, you know, you're coming right for the club season when guys, you know, the rosters are changing a lot because guys are injured or not injured and, and coming around. So yeah, it's, they're kind of fun to watch. They seem like they should be fun on paper. It's, it's really just kind of a big glorified friendly. That's that I tend to stay away from the, uh, the, some of the games today that are featured in this Azerbaijan against Slovakia. There you oh, go. That, that's the what, record books. That's there. what, that's what we've all been waiting for. Uh, Moldova, Latvia, uh, France is in action today uh, against Austria. So at least if you want to watch uh, France's B team today, you will at least have something to watch there, Paul. Yep. Yeah. And France's B team could, you know, probably get out of its World Cup group. So yeah, that definitely. Of course, uh, the one pick though for the qualifiers let next week, Peru for Paul minus one twenty five against Australia. That is on Monday. You got plenty of time to bet that. Two o'clock Eastern time. That game in Qatar. The winner of that one goes to the World Cup. Paul, it's a pleasure as always. Thanks for being with us this morning. You bet. Have a good weekend, Jeff. Of course. Uh, get Paul on the tweets at Paul Carr as well. True Media Sports, where you can find all of Paul's great work. We're going to the ice next. The Lightning take a three games to two lead against the New York Rangers. We'll break down what we expect to see in game six of that series. Coming up next, it's a numbers game as we roll along here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. New customers can download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA Finals game. And if either team hits a three-pointer in a game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet and sign up now and discover why BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted on specials, and much more make BetMGM the king of sportsbooks. So download today. Go to BetMGM.com or download the app. VSIN200 is the code. That's V-S-I-N-200 to win $200 in free bets. If either team hits a three-pointer in any NBA Finals game. Visit BenMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. It's a new customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire within seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. And this promotional offer is not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. Our guy, Jason Weingarten, will be with us at the top of the hour. And then, of course, we're going to slow jam with Vinny half past the uh, 11, of course, 1130 Eastern time, 830 here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Uh, ben, uh, if, did, did you uh, you watched a little bit of the Live Tour yesterday, correct? I did. I also bit. had. I also received uh, multiple sternly worded emails from relatives of mine who were like, "Don't even watch the YouTube because you're supporting <laughs> it." And I'm like, "Okay, all right, let's calm down. Let's calm down." The, uh, the 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 broadcast which we were promised to be quote unquote revolutionary was not. The only thing that was kind of revolutionary was that bizarre score bug on the left. It was a re- it was revolutionary in the sense that we had no idea it was what, happening what was at, going any, on? at yeah. any point at all during. The yeah, it was, it was very yeah. weird. It was very very weird for sure. But uh, right right now uh, it was Henny Duplessis who was in the lead last checked on that. Uh, of course, in the PGA Tour right now, the Canadian Open's going. Uh, how about uh, how about Wyndham Clark uh, of all of all people uh, goes out shoots sixty three yesterday's your leader by one over Matthew Fitzpatrick. And uh, right now, uh, Sam Burns three under on the ra- on the round to get to six under, and Alex Smalley. Haven't heard that name in a while. Six under as well. Uh, Brady Cannon has two guys he's been on in the top five. I believe right now. Uh, well, again, this this Live Golf score bug says C S C H with a little weird S logo next to it, but I'm assuming that's Charles Schwartz. Yeah, that sounds right. And he is uh, he has gone to uh, six under. How much is he leading by now? Uh, two over your uh, Henny Duplessis guy. Okay, but again, we don't know what hole they're on because it's a scramble, so it, it's just a shotgun start. So it's just there's 13 to play, Jeff. There are 13 holes to play, which that that is that takes up a good amount of real estate on their scorebook. So we at least know at all times how many holes are left. Sure, just making up a making it up as we go. Uh, that that's for sure on that one. Uh, there also we'll have to see how Jason's uh, Jason's senior tour bets are going. While we have Jason on uh, right now, the other uh, the other golf tournament going on right now, of course, uh, the uh, the European Tour. Jason Scrivener leading right now uh, there in the Scandinavian Mixed Tournament. Ben, oh, he's on Jerry Kelly, who is not teed off yet. Okay, uh, there we go. Great, great Wisconsinite, Jerry Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> so, there we go, Ben. Let's uh, go to the NHL, and it more and more looks like it was a missed opportunity. For the New York Rangers to take that 3-0 lead and the Lightning have just taken it from there. Uh, I've honestly been the three goals before the the late one, the empty netter, were all pretty peculiar goals, all things considered. Uh, the Lightning win 3-1. to one. Uh, Of all people, uh, you get Mikhail Sergachev opened the scoring. 
fired the puck to the net. Uh, that Palat deflected in in order to make it 2-1. to one. But, but in the end, Ben, the Tampa Bay Lightning now have a three games to two lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. And all of a sudden, in a year where the Lightning were nowhere near as good as they were the previous two years in the regular season, are one step away from being in their third straight Stanley Cup final and one step away from, again, they won the last two Cups. They will be a dog against Colorado, but you see these numbers starting to come creep down across the board. And, and Ben, it's really looking like we probably both should have taken a shot on Tampa before game four. Because right now, Colorado, who is as high as minus 220 to win the Cup, now their number's starting to decrease. Now they're two to uh, you're laying two dollars, so minus two hundred on the Avs to win the cup. The Lightning are two to one. The Rangers are all the way out to fourteen to one right now to win the cup. Lightning minus five hundred to win the East, and the Rangers, uh, depending on what book you're looking at, I'm seeing plus three seventy five at BetMGM. You go consensus wise, they're four to one to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, Lightning to win Game Six. That of course is uh, the price for Game Six. That minus one eighty and Ben. When it's all said and done, this feels like a missed opportunity for a Rangers team that at least is set up to get back to this point. But as we know in professional sports, if you miss you, you miss your golden opportunity, as we see right now with the other New York team in hockey, where the Islanders had back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals, only to run into the one team they couldn't beat in Tampa. You have to take advantage of your opportunities, and the Rangers looking like they have missed a golden opportunity, at least, to get to a cup final. Especially when you have such an elite goaltender on your side at Igor Shesterkin. And I, if I'm New York, what probably worries me more than anything, it's not just the fact that now you have to go to uh, Tampa Bay to, to try to win a game, to get a game seven back on home ice, but it's it's the fact that the clear adjustment they needed to make was was just limiting the, all the high-danger chances for uh, for Tampa limiting how many shots on goal they were getting. Because if you looked at games three and four, I mean, it was just a uh, just an onslaught, just getting peppered on the net there of Shesterkin. And, and you, you credited Tampa Bay, right? Because they pretty much said, okay, we, we are not putting enough pucks on net. We understand that it doesn't have to be the, the highest quality chances. We just need to make Shesterkin sweat a little bit and go and like make him, make him feel like he's under stress the whole way. And they clearly did that. And, and you looked at like the high danger chances just started uh, to get way out of whack in favor of Tampa, both in games three and four. It was, I think, 20, 27 or 29, 12 in favor of Tampa. But what's the issue is that New York actually did a pretty good job. You mentioned how the, the goals were all kind of these oddball setup goals, and it didn't really feel like Tampa had the exact same uh, you know, kind of fluidity that they had at home in games three and four. New York did a lot better job. It was pretty much, I mean, the shots were even last night. You kind of felt like from just the overall game flow, like that was a much more evenly played game. And we kind of all forgot about within the midst of this Shesterkin talk was that Andre Vasilevsky is still a really, really elite goalie who won a Conn Smythe going away last year and is probably still, has, there's a case to be made, still the, the best or top, at least a top three goalie in the NHL. And so that's the bigger worry if I'm, if I'm New York right now. And you look at it at this point, even if you're able to basically even the shots, even the super high danger scoring opportunities, it still doesn't mean much if you can't get more than one puck past the net of, of, of Vasilevsky. So that's, that's probably the issue. And uh, as we talked about this on primetime action, uh, Jeff, you and I, Tuesday, lightning were five to one to win the cup at that point, five to one. And they were pretty healthy favorites at home in, in a game four down to one. And we both kind of felt like there's no way Colorado is going to be more than a $2 favorite in that, in that series. I would imagine that Jeff to go even further down and you would think a lot of public sentiment's going to be behind the Lightning, being a two-time defending cup champion. Wouldn't surprise me to see that line close more like 175, 180. I, I would, 190 probably would be where I think it opens. That would be my guess. It's fair. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if that thing, if Tampa gets, Tampa gets hit early by the public. Or who knows? Again, like, there are some very smart hockey people that we, we, Talked to her. We asked off the air earlier in the week that would make this minus two twenty, minus two thirty, maybe even, which seems aggressive, very aggressive to me. But uh, look, I, I would, I would only be looking to bet Tampa at this point, the team that has won against the team that hasn't yet. Even though, again, Colorado is better. Colorado is a better team, but the big advantage, Ben, as we talked about, we did this on primetime action on Tuesday. You're taking Vasilevsky. You're taking Kemper. If it is Tampa and Colorado, that's an easy one. Taking Vasilevsky. 
And if it's Samson, I'll forget it. Then it's a massive mismatch in net. But the expectation is that Darcy Kemper is going to be able to go for the Colorado for the Avalanche in that Stanley Cup final. Uh, of course, that will start next week. Uh, game one will be in Denver. Three days after, either two or three days after the conclusion of the Rangers-Lightning series, depending on if it finishes tomorrow or if it finishes on Monday. Getting the Lightning. Try to close it out at home. They are, uh, they are again, a big favorite to win game six. Minus 180, minus 185, depending on which book you're looking at. Ben MGM has minus 185 for that one. Again, the total way low again. Another under yesterday in the 3-1 final. Five and a half juiced under. Minus 140 is what you're looking at for the Lightning and the Rangers in game number Six tomorrow after after the Belmont Stakes. After the hey, at least look, when's the last time Madison Square Garden had a meaningful game this late in the uh, in the calendar year? Wasn't technically the Hawks and the uh, the Knicks that late because of the pushback well, I guess season? Pandemic wise, that's yeah. that's technically true. Yeah, I think it was. I'm not 100 percent certain. Been a while, been a while. Had to have been a few years since the Rangers, of course, not the Knicks, who uh, haven't been good in a very long time, as we know. Jason Weingarten joins us next here on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.